banter. Um, uh, I'm Adam. Uh, yes, I am alive. Um, the rumors of my demise and being kicked off are false. Uh, and joining me today is Matt. How are you? Um, I'm not going to. I don't know that I stand by that. The rumors of you being banned is false. You're the one who couldn't do your well, own maths. Well, I'm back. No, well, you're back, and, and I'm. Yeah. Yeah. Fair. So therefore, there is no ban. Well, it has maybe been lifted temporarily until you can prove that you can't do maths again by like next week. <laughs> yeah, that's. Well, let's not talk about that. Let's not get stuck into those details. Um, how's no it going? Oh, uh, not are too you bad. Well? <laughs> yeah, I'm not too bad. I'm doing well. And you? How have you been besides uh, away? Um, uh, uh, yeah, it's, uh, anybody doesn't know. I'm, I'm, I'm a father. That's, that's been the major reason why I've been away. Um, I'm incredibly underslept, um, and uh, let's see, life life is pretty tough at the moment. Working from home with baby, just to put it put it mildly. So um, yeah, we'll, we'll hopefully get a solution to this problem pretty soon. Otherwise, I'm well. I, I feel somewhat disconnected. Um, I feel this feels like a debut. Like I said, I, I've been keeping yes. abreast of the news mostly, but it's it's been a struggle. Uh, I must admit, Ren is taking most of my time. Fair enough. I mean, it's a child that's going to take up most of your time, as far as I understand. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so it's, it's parenting is what I'm supposed to do. So I've picked up, I've picked up hints, not, my, like... not being experienced myself, <laughs> yeah, but I've perused the pamphlet. Yeah, I'm thinking about that Chris Rock thing. Um, it's like an old comedy piece where he says, no, uh, I take care of my kids, and he says you can't claim that. That's what you're supposed to do. I think I just I just went down that road. Uh, Alex is is actually also taking care of his his spawning and and dinner, so he will be joining us. He's just a bit late, and Ben um, is literally doing someone's tax. Apparently, it's the time of year when become when Ben becomes very popular with his family members, and he's doing a lot of their tax. So uh, I guess they had to drag me out. Uh, that's why I lifted the ban. Just to drag me here. So, um, th- th- thanks, Matt. Thanks for letting me on. You've been doing a sterling job, by the way. Oh, steering the ship. It. I appreciate um, it. I appreciate sometimes, it. sometimes, you've, sometimes you guys have gone into the Bermuda Triangle. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm here to crack down and lock down. You know, I want to see you try. Like, literally, this is going to be fun. <laughs> so, fun to see you try. Yeah, I'm so tired. I'm so tired. I think I'm going to do so good. So, let's get straight into, I guess, the news. A lot, a lot's been happening. Um, so I guess I'll start off with Lions tickets. South Africans, I don't know about the Brits, were informed of uh, whether Brits they got tickets or not. As well, yeah. I got nothing. Oh, were they? Okay. Yeah. Okay. I got nothing. I only applied for four tickets for the Ellis Park test. Uh, fair enough. Um, but Matt, you are the blessed one. You got all the ones you wanted. I think uh, you did get downgraded, right? Yeah, I got downgraded um, for two. And then, yeah, so I yes, got but you got, you got tickets yeah. for the Stormers game, the SA Invitational side in PE. And then I also managed to snag a couple of test tickets for Cape Town. Yeah. That, that's Which I feel like is the golden ticket. Is the, is the, yeah. the, the, the Willy Wonka's golden ticket yeah. right now. It is the Willy Wonka golden ticket. And I, I, I know that um, I, 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 we've, I've, I've been crawling into your DMs and vice versa about that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you, 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 could, you can name your price. You know, it's like, uh, I yeah. won't give you my firstborn child. I don't I even mean, know if she likes rugby. I, by the sound of it, I don't want it just yet. I'll, I'll wait a couple uh, of years until it's old enough to sleep through the night. 
No, Jesus, uh, I, I, I don't know, bro. Uh, maybe, maybe wait longer. Okay. Um, I mean, I ran into a guy, the chemist yesterday. That, that sounds very old-fashioned. And I've been told that after a while, you forget about the pain that they put you through. And you're like, oh, I don't want another one. But they get super cute. And the guy said his wife wants another one. I was like, oh, yeah, you, you forgot um, about that. But it's all good. Um, I'm just trying to think who else got to go. I think I don't know, Alex, well, he's just popped on. Alex scored some Stormers tickets. He didn't get test tickets. Um, PE tickets got, as well. He also got test tickets oh, for the Inventor. Okay. But that's gonna be quite yeah. fun, actually. Matt's the only one who got. Uh, I think out of us, yeah, only oh. got test. You, oh. you son of a bitch. Uh, hi, Alex. How are you? Yeah, Matt. I'm. I'm good. Hi. I'm sorry I'm late. No stress. Um, no. It's, it's, it's good to have yeah. you back. I know. Back. I know. You can thank my wife. She's. Uh, she's. She's there me out of quarantine. She's. She's like, okay, you're fit to return to the pod. You, mm. you had 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 enough sleep. So, Has she got uh, it? I, been my I just yeah. want to know: Does she have it like a, a timer or a stopwatch somewhere, with like a buzzer that's going to go off when you have to go log off now? No, no um, I just I'll keep an eye at about seven o'clock. I mean, she'll, she'll be upstairs, maybe to sleep. Um, yeah. But yes, that was a rough one. Anyway, enough about that. Sorry, I'm good. Thank I'm you, just, Alex. I'm a little I'm a little concerned about you know wives wives telling husbands when they're fit to return to action. Um, yeah, I, I, I feel like we've seen. I feel like we've seen what happened in, in Prince Mahoba's case. Oof. Yeah, he got injured. We'll get onto that. Get onto that. Right now. Uh, injured is so, what is the word uh, we're using I, now. I, I, I thought you were going to say something in the group when when that news came out that he got injured. Actually, I was like, "Where's Ags going to come through with his knees? Couldn't take the take the heat." I I welcome the news that he's injured in the sense that it explains why he left the field early. Yeah. When did he leave the field after? Oh, 30 something minutes, eh? 30, 34, 35 minutes, yeah. And like, everyone was making jokes about it. Yeah. Um, but, but obviously, if he's injured, then that explains it. Like, I feel like he could have. And he was doing a fucking good job. He was. He I think field. he was probably the best scrimmager of the Jeez. weekend. Oh, hands is, down. Hands down. Hands down. He is best. a World Cup winning, World Cup winning scrimmager. No, true. Yeah, yeah. If you could put it that way. Well, he wasn't the only um, one there. I mean, yeah, Nikani, Thomas Tutoy. And obviously Stephen Kitsov, but he was definitely the one that stood out as a World Cup winning scrimmager for me. Uh, just very, very quickly, I'm just trying to think what, what took us. I'm just trying to go through Phil. You got Stormers. Uh, uh, Phil got Stormers. Yeah. No, no. Uh, just I think just Stormers. Yeah. So we we've got uh, yeah, guess... we essentially own half the stands for the Stormers match. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think the, I, I think the PE game will be quite a quite a, quite a fun one actually. Yeah, uh, I haven't been to that stadium, but it looks quite nice. I know you have, Matt. Yeah, I've been a couple um, times. Yeah, yeah well, we nice. need to we need to chat offline about who's who's up for a bit of a road trip. Yeah, I've got no. Uh, uh, yeah, I've got one or two mates. I think that have so far seen okay. keen for PE, but yeah, I think we need to. Yeah, but Matt. Yeah, but, yeah the, that's the, the Godfather. The... The problem is, the problem is that it's on a Wednesday. Yeah, that's the cuck thing. I looked at it now and it's as the well. Wednesday. Yeah, and it's the Wednesday after the Stormers game. That's on the Saturday. So, yeah, it's like so literally watch the like Stormers game, the pack, and drive. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. it's going to take a little bit of, of yeah. yeah so, my goal is to get a job in time that I can take the couple of days leave around then. Get that's a, a good that's a good goal Matt. get a Smart job goal. in time to get to take uh, leave around there yeah yeah i like that but yeah lion's toe is coming um i'm I, since i've been in lockdown 
Uh, and I've told I've told Matt Alex I'm going to crack down on time. It's <laughs> a good one. Okay. Um, I'm obviously still a little bit concerned that the tour is going to go ahead. South Africa is a level one, as self spoken about. Britain, meanwhile, is going through a, a peak. So I'm trying not to get my hopes up. But the fact that rugby has returned to the field, so I guess we'll, we'll maybe immediately get onto that. We'll talk about the games now. There have been, unfortunately, a few injuries. Francois Herbert, uh, unfortunately, being one. Um, I'm just trying to find the so others. Sinatla is one of the others. Sinatla and Sergio Peterson, uh, yeah. Mr. Glass, uh, and, then Mr. Yeah. and then Sergio Peterson's also yeah, out. Yeah, Sinatla pulled up like after like two runs, didn't he? Like the one, the one position that Stormers can't really afford any injuries in. I really wish he had like just stayed in sevens. Um, it's just really been a mishap. But uh, it's, it's, it is good news, unfortunately, for Scorso. Saudi and Zwellendaba. Uh, I'm not familiar. I, I, I've watched the highlights of the game. They look quite fun, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, especially so the Bills. The last guy who got called up for Zwellendaba. Uh, I'm not familiar with him. I, I am not sure. So no, these are all guys for, I think, they got called up for the Green and Gold squad. Is he not maybe uh, one of... Cause yes, I know they're, this, that's correct. They're like under 20s. Uh, they're like... There's a handful of under twenties also training with the green and gold squad right now, sort of just for training's mm. sake. I think he might be involved in those. Oh, okay. I think I think uh, I'm speaking. I can in... find there's a there's a young guy called his first name. So and the tweets called everyone else by their surname. So yeah. I don't know. I need to find I need to find the original tweet. Hang on, let me because I've it's it's not often that, you, that I someone comes out of <laughs> like nowhere. A, I get blindsided. Yeah, that I'd like this guy I've literally never heard of. Um, <laughs> I mean, so this this is this is possibly Dion Davids just pulling out someone he's seen play rugby on like a school field. He's like, that's cool, <laughs> yeah. we'll draft him because it is. It's the Gold yeah. Wings, isn't it? That are out. numbers will end up. Okay, maybe I did this name it's surname wrong way around. Okay. As a devote, as a devotee to the draft gods, uh, all of us, the addict that says a high priest. I mean, I know he's busy looking at something. Like, what did you think? What did you think? What do you think of the they draft, Matt? Me. This 2020 has betrayed the, the the draft gods have turned on me this year. Every single draft oh. I've been involved in, my NFL draft is not crumbling before my eyes, and my <laughs> might attempt draft that I did last week has already backfired, and it's only been one week. Wait, let me. So I think I'm just gonna take the rest of the year off. <laughs> no more draft this year. No more draft. Even yeah, your beer. I, I, even I, your beers only in cans. <laughs> only lagers. I'm gonna pick up. I, I'm gonna hopefully pick up my first thing. Victory in the NFL draft. I just need uh, shit. Who's my quarterback again? Uh, uh, the Baltimore Ravens guy. Lamar Jackson. <laughs> Lamar Jackson. Yeah, sorry. Uh, I just need him he's to get three, one he's point. He's training MVP, so I think he'll be okay there. I, I'm just really worried he picks up an injury and warm up or something. That Andrew beats no. me. Like I literally need 0.6 points to win. Uh, um, but, but. Uh, I'm gonna be honest. I thought it was okay. I wish I was a bit annoyed Adam. that they drafted by position. <gasps> How dare you? No, but when we face each other. No, I don't know. No, no, I'm not facing you. But so the guy I'm facing, he's got the Ravens defensive line, who still have oh, to play. Okay. So I'm w- wishing ill on you just yeah. by virtue of. I, I must I mean, admit, that's, that's unrelated. So glad, no, I know it's unrelated. Yeah, I'm so glad you guys involved. I actually, I ended up like since I've after weird hours. Like these games take forever, even though the court is so I, I'm ashamed to I, say I, that I was awake yeah. until about 11 o'clock last night, and <laughs> it was a really bad idea because we had a bad day, bad weekend with the baby, and 
like oh, every yeah. every single instinct was like just just go to sleep like seriously just go to fucking sleep and i was like oh, the, the seahawks are only playing at half past 10 and then i kept <laughs> being like oh, i'll just watch a few minutes and then eventually get to a point where like well i'm, I'm still awake i might as well wait until the seahawks game the baby woke up at like quarter past 11 and my wife had had oh. about two to three hours of sleep and i'd had zero so it was a really yeah. bad idea again matt have a kid it's great but um, <laughs> I'm, I'm enjoying it i've learned a lot about football i'm hoping i can pick up my first win but i was disappointed with our draft i mean i think it's actually kudos to srb for embracing the concept but the fact that did it by, by position felt like you're going to a bowling alley and they have the guardrails up. Yeah, it's but like, oh guys, yeah. come on! You know, I, I want to see who's your first pick. Also, I feel bad for Berg Erdendahl. So they, they had him there on the screen, but no one took him. So. I'm going to say this for the picking by position. Like, you, I don't think the players want to know who, like the locks, because we know the lock. Mm. The locks are such poor stock right now that we know they're going right at the end. <laughs> Like, no one's fighting to get Hiron Andrews and Marvin Ari in their squad right now. You know, I've... So, I think it was... As a former preserve, fantasy owner, Hiron right. Yes. Like, to preserve player egos, I think it's good. Yeah, I guess I guess it's true. Like, psychologically... Um, it, was bit, it was a bit interesting. I, I kind of like, like Rassi. He's there in the screen. It's almost like the Power Rangers uh, with Zod back in the day. He's just there. <laughs> you know, hang, hanging around. And he's just like looking, yeah. and then he had, the, and of course, a credit to the marketing department that had the SR rugby thing as the background. They managed to figure that shit out for teams or Zoom or whatever they were using. Uh, Alex, what did, you, what did you think of the draft? I, I only caught a little bit of it. I just, great idea. Um, yeah. We'll see. I think the execution could have been a little bit better. Um, I don't know, like, it didn't always go very smoothly. Like, they, it, it felt like they hadn't fully thought out the, the, the structure of it. Um, and, like, um like every now and again you heard Rusty sort of correcting the the presenters on the process and like whose turn it was kind of thing uh, um and like that, they, it was, it was a bit weird. Weird. like in some positions well in some positions they drafted um like backups at the same time yeah and then other positions they had to wait until they got to the bench to draft their backups so i don't know that that felt a bit weird to me like I think it's okay for them to do it like by position. I don't like it because it's you know it messes with the natural order of things. But um, like if they're going to do it by position, they need to go one to fifteen and then sixteen to twenty-three, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. So I think that that was my big issue with it. Um, but yeah, I mean otherwise, you know, uh, it was nice to just have like a bit of um, like just a bit of content, I guess. Mm-hmm. So. Well, look. Yeah. This is a quantum leap, quantum leap for for broadcasting in terms yeah, of exactly. rugby. Like considering how close-minded uh, the rugby authorities that can be, I do very much give them credit to that. Uh, overall, um, as I missed a lot of it, who do you think drafted the better team? I don't know two of you. Um, I, can't, I, can't I think I'm trying to. I don't know the teams off, off the top of my head. Um, uh, I, I think if okay. I'm if I'm being honest, I feel like Gold might have had the better team overall. And like they definitely have like a little bit more cohesion because like they went with um, like a lot of Stormers players, but I, I yeah I I think Green I think, is the more fun like the team. Green, the Green team yeah definitely the more fun team, and the the team that like embraced the embraced the um, 
like the whole spirit of the operation like much better so like that's the one i'm going to be supporting because the whole point of this is that you try out different um like different combinations and stuff right like there's no mm -hmm. point in just picking the stormers and being like oh well we've already got the stormers scrum half therefore we might as well take the, the stormers fly half and then being like well we've got the stormers nine and ten we might as well take the stormers you know 11 and like 13 or whatever whatever um like that's not the point of the exercise the point of the exercise is to be like what what does it look like when you know francois stain and one dc similarly play together that's like the fun experiment part of it you know um so yeah i don't know i, I that's also part of parcel of like why it's not so great to go position by position i think because then you thinking if you have a situation like the stormers yeah or like the stormers have like the best one and three the, the starting springbok props um and then also you know the starting springbok uh like if, if Peter Steftoy was playing, then you know, he would have been the obvious pick at number seven. So I, yeah, I just I think it's a bit silly. Like it's too easy to fall into that trap. But if you're unimaginative and just focused on winning or whatever, like I guess Ninaba and Golds maybe are, then you're gonna go that route. But it's obvious that Stick and um, and Rusty had like a bit more fun with the whole process. So I'm really backing them. I hope they do well. I think yeah, like Rusty must probably has a lot less on the line than Ninaba does in this game. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Cool. Well, uh, I know this also this weekend was the first of rugby returning on a professional level to, to fields in South Africa, Loftus being the venue. Uh, the Lions, they, they lost to the Stormers, while Jaguars Bulls kicked off his era with a very impressive victory over the Sharks. As a, Even though I'm not a Bulls fan, um, Kirtley Irons... Uh, <laughs> what? You're not a Bulls fan. I must say. Who is? Well, no, so I'm not. Like so much has changed uh, since you were uh, away, Adam. Yeah, yeah. wow. But currently, Arendse, he was really good. He also missed a flight, apparently, to Cape Town. To, uh, I'm just trying to see here. Uh, he was part of the green squad, but he missed the flight. Yeah. Oh, well, that, that, that's just like, come on, bro. Uh, but he looked, he looked pretty good. Uh, unfortunately, I was only able to catch the highlights. You guys watched the games, naturally. I saw all, yeah. all the stuff on, on the groups. Uh, so you want, I guess you want to start with the Stormers game. I know from what I could see, classic Stormers performance. The forwards did, well, obviously, most of the grunt work. Um, yeah. The Lions look a little bit undercooked. So well, did Warren Whiteley play, by the way? No, no, no. no. Warren Whiteley. No, no, no. no. Okay, must be called someone who looked like some, someone who looked like Warren Whiteley. No, I just I was looking at this. I'm like, no, that can't be him. Shit. He, he was there. Um, yeah. He's the line-out coach. Yeah, he's coach now uh, for the Lions. Uh, R.I.P. Uh, uh, so, yeah, I, the Lions lost. But overall, uh, thoughts on the performance, Alex, from the Stormers? Um, yeah, I mean, I think you pretty much summed it up when you said it was like a typical Stormers performance. Like, it's in a way disappointing as a fan because this is a dead rubber. We really have very little to gain from winning it other than, I don't know, a bit of morale and momentum heading into Super Rugby Mzanzi. But I would have, I was really hoping that like the teams would embrace the opportunity to try out a few different combinations, kind of like similar to the draft. Um, and, you know, just open up like a different style of play. It's like playing, it's like playing when you've got a penalty advantage. Like you might as well do something crazy, like a crossfield kick. You have nothing to lose. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think the first sign that the Stormers weren't going to take that approach was when they got the any penalty and decide to go for polls just to get on the scoreboard 
which is a very sort of Stormers test rugby kind of thing to do. But um, yeah, I mean, the it was a, it was a tale of two halves, really. I know it's a cliche, but the first half when the Stormers had their starting sort of tight five on, for example, um, we saw like major dominance in the scrums, like big time dominance. It was actually quite scary for the for the Lions. <laughs> um, but the backline, the Stormers backline, really weren't really very involved. Um, I actually thought the the Lions backline were. I actually I won't say the Lions backline were better because even there, like Elton was really good, and I liked Skosan. I mean Skosan <laughs> to try. Very, very try that early Olympic, try yeah. was the most unskosan yeah. and most Skosan try at the same time. <laughs> right. Because he I actually managed to catch it. Yeah. Well, he, he did well. I mean, he's, he, he did well. But yeah, so I mean, like Skosan and Skosan and Elton were really good for that try, but also just generally. Um, Matuane didn't see very much possession, unfortunately. But I was really frustrated with the, the rest of the Lions backline because it seemed like Elton was really trying to like get things going, and then he'd like do something quite cool, and like take the ball up and then get it like rip out a really nice flat pass, but it would end up in like Devon Rousseau's hands, and he would just crash ball, and you're like, okay, you know, <laughs> like you guys need to get on the same page here. Like it just sucks having someone with Elton's sort of creativity and and mindset. And then surrounding him with guys like Berger Udendahl and Devon Rousseau. Like, that was yeah. quite unfortunate. I was They've also a bit disappointed in, in Similani. We just didn't see very much of him. Um, that but yeah, I mean, similarly for the rugby. Stormers, like the backline, the only time the backline for the Stormers looked good was when Gelant looked up and saw two props in front of him and just sliced them apart like a loaf of bread. I'm um, gonna, speaking of that, though, I yeah. do like Little Lates and... The fact that he weighs all of like five kilograms. Yeah. Jesus so Christ. Wait. Jesus Christ. He's a vision to to behold. It's like, how did that stick figure get onto the rugby field? Which child's drawing of a human being ended up on the rugby field? <laughs> yeah. Uh, he is quite scrawny, but he's got a good attitude. No, dig it. I, mean, I really yeah. liked his attitude. I watched watching him play. He actually, he looked, he, it was fun watching him. He ran decent lines. They, yeah. That almost try at the end. Or did he score? Mm. Uh, I don't think so. No, but uh, yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's yeah. So it's sort of what I would expect from the Stormers, I guess. I was a little disappointed, but more or less what I'd expect. Yeah, but the Lions uh, have some issues they need to sort out. I mean, look, but in the second half, the Lions were really competitive, which mm. was when they brought on their whole second team, like yeah, literally Jesus, that was to the full point of as well. Which is exactly what I'd expect. I mean, that's the point of the whole exercise, right? Yeah. Like, I, I thought they did the right thing, um, but yeah, then. I don't know, Stormers sort of did like a much more measured approach to their bench, which I think was Dobson's intention. Like it was kind of a fitness exercise for everyone. Um, so taking it a little bit more seriously. But they actually struggled in the second half against the, the Lions second stringers, yeah. uh, particularly in the scrums. I can't remember who the backup uh, tight head for Province was. I think it might have been, um, is it Leon Leon? <laughs> was it? Leon Leon. Yeah. I think it's Leon Leon. I can't remember if he's the tight end or the loose head, but uh, whoever replaced Malherbe really struggled against Carlo Sadi. Yeah, but to be um, fair... Oh, wait, he's play... the tight yeah, Sorry. I'm getting, I'm getting caught, caught up. But anyway, the, the, the reserve front row for the Stormers, which included Bongi and Bonambi, yeah. uh, wasn't great, unfortunately. Yeah, but by the time yeah. Sadi came on, I mean, Malherbe's replacement was 
playing for a good 30, 20, like 20, 30 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but still, you would have thought that they'd be a little bit better. No, not true. Especially yeah, being a province prop. Yeah. So not great depth, unfortunately. I mean, Stormers took the win. Um, <clears throat> I think Galant, uh, I like this one try. He just showed a bit of wherewithal uh, mm. at, at, at the time. So it'll be interesting to watch how he goes at the Stormers. Uh, did you guys watch the Bulls game? Yeah. Yes. And what were your thoughts? Not very exciting. Um, uh, yeah. Was, um, Hendrix at 12 was really, really good. Yeah, he was like a revelation. I thought he was amazing at 12. Yeah. Um, are, you, are, you, I mean, it's, are you talking about hard. the same Cornell, Cornell Hendricks yeah. that we all know? I mean, about? I, I'm, I'm a fan of Cornell Hendricks, guys. Didn't I tell you he was going to have a big year? Yeah, you told us all he was having a good season. I mean, yeah, I believed you. We forgot. No, but clearly he's the only... Hendricks, guys. He's, he's genuinely good. No, so I was so stressed when that first hit happened by Ward and like it knocked Cornell on the head and I was like, fuck, this ruins yeah. the whole... The whole game's now fucked. Like the pessimist yeah. in me was like, the game's now fucked. They've injured like this this experiment at twelve and all that, and thankfully I was wrong. Yeah. Thankfully I was very wrong. Yeah, I thought. I mean, let's maybe chat about the yellow card. I thought it was maybe a bit harsh because yeah. it was it was we... like it was like head on head clash, um, and like I don't know, it just seemed like they both kind of caught each other by surprise. I mean, I guess like consistency means that the negligent tackler has to be punished. I get it, mm. but yeah, I mean, I don't think it was anything too malicious in it and luckily it didn't really ruin the contest i mean the early it did mean that the bulls had like super early advantage and i guess the sharks maybe lacked the mental fortitude to come back in after that but um yeah i don't know it's hard to say yeah exactly yeah but, but yeah i mean i thought look the bulls were just amazing like they there's no two ways about it like they showed up for the for the exhibition like they're, they're playing at home i guess i mean the lines only had to drive 60 kilometers up the road but um yeah, like I think the, the Bulls just showed up ready to kind of strap their stuff. I think a lot of people, including me, had kind of written them off a little bit. Uh, not for this game specifically. Uh, I mean, I was expecting them, sorry, not the Lions, the Sharks. I don't know why I said the Lions earlier. Um, I was definitely expecting the, the Sharks to win today, uh, this yeah. weekend. Um, and yeah, I mean, you guys know that I was very kind of critical of Jake White's recruitment because I kept complaining about how he was constantly getting more and more loose forwards instead of <laughs> instead of getting a yeah well, instead of getting 12s to replace Berger Wendell or 11s to replace Roscoe Speckman or 15s to replace Warwick Hallant, you know and it just felt like their backline was just hemorrhaging talent and apparently um, just I mean they even lost secretly so. on it and yeah I mean that's the thing like and and I, this is something I'm actually kind of pissed off about because if it turns out that there were guys like um like Kurtley Aronser and um, and uh, Stedman Kranz and you know those sorts of guys available in the in the free market. Um, I'm kind of pissed off that the Stormers didn't pick any, any of them up because I was watching this weekend and like the Stormers started Lielitzas at number 14. Yeah. I I mean I you guys know I, I'm not shy to to shit on a player. I'm not I don't want to shit on Lielitzas. Like I don't have anything against him. I just don't feel like he's ever really landed in professional rugby. Like he had a stint at the Stormers, didn't really work out. Had a stint at the Sharks, didn't really work out. Now he's back at the Stormers. And it's always been a problem position for the Stormers, the outside backs. They got Warwick Lund, so that's great. 
but we went off and got Leon and Zas, and it turns out other teams were getting guys like fucking Kurtley Aronser and Muller, uh, Muller Duplessis was there for the Sharks, I think. Um, he's really good. I'm a huge fan of his. Mm. Um, and who's the other wing for the Sharks? Cock. Uh, Vinokok, yeah, exactly. So he like played a all these, phenomenal game, actually. yeah, like all these like really exciting wing options, and we ended up with Leal and Zaza. So I, I hope he proves me wrong. Like maybe I'll I'll be happy to eat my words. Um, but anyway, yeah. So it turns out that like Jake White was doing a sneaky and getting all these seven stars that no one else was really contesting him for. And um, look, I don't think we need to get too carried away on the, on one preseason performance. Because it was also pretty one-way traffic, so like they didn't get tested defensively, and they're mm. quite small, you know, defensive options. But yeah, I mean, a backline of like Stephen Hans, Kurtley Aronser, Cornell Hendricks. Um, okay, I'm not a huge fan of Travis Ishmael, but Hugh Aplon. I mean, fuck, Travis what's Ishmael like even about? got a try this weekend, actually. Yeah, he was a bit of a, it was a bit of a gimme. Like I think no, my no, grandmother no. could have scored that. But we've established your grandmother's second She's second only skill. 14 to Ben Smith. That's true. That's very true. Yeah, and that's only because she's old. She's not. She's not as good in the air as she used to be. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But yeah, no, I mean, I thought the Bulls were very exciting. Um, but the Sharks, geez, I don't know. Like, they just didn't show up. They, where they should have shown up is their loose trio, and that that was mm. not great. Mm. Much shame. I felt I, bad I for mean, Nachi. It was weird. Yeah, Nachi didn't play that well. I I, I kind of like Sinipilo Gumede. Mm. Um. So I saw some people saying that they thought he was a bit sort of over, like out muscled. Maybe that's true, but um, yeah, I don't know. I like the I kind of like the look of him. Okay. So we'll see. Adam just picked up. He's writing that down now in his salary cap. First <laughs> yeah. pick. Uh, definitely. Um, I need to actually look at that stuff. I'm so far behind. I think uh, the lack of preparation will serve me. Well, so you're going to try my approach for a change, Adam? Uh, yeah, that can't be worse than my normal approach, to, to, be, to be quite quite honest. Um, all right, well, look, the thanks, uh, thanks, Alex. Uh, I said I wasn't able to watch the game, so I just appreciate your own data things. Just, just to move things along, um, I know the Kings, as you guys have noted already, they were liquidated. Uh, a bit of a sad story coming out of the Eastern Cape. Robbie Kempson, who was interviewed by the Dispatch Live, which is the main... Um, web news site in the Eastern Cape because some of the Kings players are so keen for action they're willing to play for free in particular with CJ Vellerman offered to play for Kikos for free uh, which is sad and Elric El- Lowe he was, he was picked up by the by the Bulls but most of the other Kings players they don't have a job especially at, uh, at a time economic strife so just a bit of a sad one but no need to go into too much we all know what's going on there more interestingly there's a report thanks to Rabbi Pass, the cheaters. They brought in a, an advocate, which I know in South Africa is like essentially a king lawyer, if you want to call it that. They're looking to, uh, well, that's from Trent, ten, they got Ten Grove. I thought it was Trent Grove. Trent Grove. Trent Grove. Is it Ten Grove? With an no, R. Trent, Trent, no. uh, yeah, but they got it wrong. Okay, that's what I thought. Um, to protect this, their Pro 14 status, I know uh, the Pro, Pro, soon to be Pro 16 released a statement recently that South Africa might be involved, blah, 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 blah. They're looking to protect their franchise status. Um, These things never go well, hey? So apparently there's going to be a vote by Saru to see... This is why Trengrove is getting involved. 
to mm. see which franchises are going to take take part in an expanded Pro 16. So Storm, uh, cheaters are relying on the fact that they've got a contract with Saru to be involved in Pro whatever Teen X up until the year 2023. So they are going. So if it's likely that the Super Rugby franchises get included in Pro 16 at the expense of cheaters then they're going to try and enforce that clause in that contract that they've got with Saru at the moment. Yeah, as you said, they contracted till 2023. Yeah. Um, and the vote is on Tuesday. Uh, yeah, I don't know. South Africa's always been trying to, like, shove square pegs into round holes, all the sort of stuff. And then the cheaters and the kings, okay, the kings have kind of made their own bed through being badly run. They've always been um, squeezed between the sides unfortunately which uh, which is a pity um alex just uh, your thoughts on, on this one yeah um i i don't know like i honestly don't know enough about the ins and outs of the contractual arrangements it's always been a bit of a mystery to me but um i respect the the kings and the well the cheaters in this case you know the the fight that they show mm. and the fact that they're always the team I mean, we just know that like, if anyone is going to be cut, it's always going to be either the cheaters or the kings. Yeah. And it's it is it's always been like that. It's always been a commercial decision. Um, we know that Bluffertain and Port Elizabeth are not, you know, big earners uh, in the same way that Joburg, Pretoria, Durban, and Cape Town are. Um, I assume that that's a big part of it, and they probably don't have as much muscle in Saru. But the you know it's it's tragic because what the Bluffontein supporters lack in terms of numbers, they more than make up for in terms of passion and, you know, interest in the game and support. Like, you know, they when we talk about um, like American football and how you see so, like sold out stadiums for uh, like college games, uh, you know, even more people watching college football in Texas than watch like NFL games. That's kind of the vibe in, in, in Free State. Like you go to a gray a gray high game, um, gray PE sorry, uh, sorry not gray PE gray bloom, and like they are so passionate. Like the the community will drive from all over Free State to watch like a high school rugby match, and they'll do the same for things like like uh, Shimlas in the Varsity Cup, and the Cheetahs. Like Cheetahs are always well supported. They don't have a huge stadium, and like you know it's it's not the richest province so maybe people don't go in person if they can't afford it but it's just it's just really sad that you know South African rugby is being forced to turn its back on such passionate rugby people that you find in Free State and Eastern Cape um, and I mean I feel very kind of churlish in a way as a Western province supporter because I don't feel like we you know are fully aware of our privilege you know, in that sense like we kind of take it for granted that there's always going to be rugby in Cape Town uh, like you know as soon as there's a test a series announced like British and Irish Lions you're like okay well of course there'll be one in Newlands um, and you know we just assume that you know we always have rugby at our doorstep and I can't imagine what it must be like for people who care about rugby a lot more than we do because we get the we get those matches and then people don't even show up Newlands is still empty half the time and you know, you just know that if PE got half a chance to host like the Sevens or British Irish Lions game, like they are doing, that they're going to make it make the most of it because they're so starved of rugby. And the same with Bloemfontein. So, mm. yeah, it's just 
I, I, I'm glad that they're not going to roll over and take it. Um, if they do have a legal right, then they should enforce it. Uh, but sadly, I think it's at this point probably just going to be a delaying tactic. Mm. I think it's sort of inevitable that they're going to get the chop at some point. But we'll see. Indeed, is. Well, I guess look, we'll move on to slightly happier news. The fixture list has been released for the upcoming Curry Cup. Western Province, they have a bye uh, in, in the first round. First Classic round Province. I swear to God, fucking Province. Classic Province. We have a first round bye. On, on the 7th of October, um, you got the Sharks versus the Lions in Durban, and then you got the Cheetahs versus the Pakisa Pumas in, in the 7th of October? Uh, 10th, sorry, it was 9th, oh, okay. apologies, 9th and 10th, I read the wrong date, apologies. When's uh, the rugby, Pro- Alex, when's the rugby? Yes. Dude, I was, I was so keen, because I'm, I'm out of town on the, on the 9th and 10th, that would have been amazing. So, I just actually, why don't we play Wednesday rugby, because it's not like we need the stadiums full of fans, anyway. <laughs> yeah. Fuck, that's a good point. That's a good point. Uh, then also, you've got the com- you got I got the Bulls, sorry, versus the Tafel Lager Krikwis. Putting the cards on the Tafel in terms of the fixture list. That, that's what's going on. So uh, things are returning. More interestingly, apparently after this first round, a Springbok squad of 46 players is assembling to go to Australia for the Rugby Championships. I just saw, I remember Anne's message in the group, we're going to get dicked. <laughs> so... I know those your thoughts. South Africa throwing ourselves in after two weeks of competitive action, maybe three at best. Yeah, so there's another article floating around with uh, with a soundbite from Rassi, and Rassi's saying they like they're gonna wait until as late as the 10th of October to actually decide, even if they are going to the rugby championships, because at this point it's unsafe for the players, because you need they need like. He says, estimate conservatively like 500 minutes of game time under their belt before they can think about playing internationals. So, how are they going to squeeze like five or six games out of these players before the kickoff for the ra- kickoff for the rugby championship? So they're going to have to be like playing, I don't know, side games somewhere. It's going to be tough, yeah. Because they're flying, because the. Timeline is they have to fly to Australia on the 18th to be back in time for, or to be there in time to basically finish quarantining. Yeah, it's going to be very tight. Uh, yeah, South Africa definitely a disadvantage, but it takes the pressure off. Yeah, it sure. does, but no, but also no, because we've got such a massive, like, like boots to fill right now as being world champs. I mean. You can't just let the like as world champs. You can't just roll over like, oh look how shit a time we had. We we get to lose this. We it's fine. Like we've still got a lot a point to prove. Yeah, I think it's such a shit double edged sword. It's between a rock and a hard place. Yeah, like there's no there's no winning there's, there's no, no win win for this. No, for sure. Because nah. I think Ninaba even said at some point he legitimately thought. The British and Irish Lions were going to be his first sort of outing as coach. At one mm. point, he was like, "That, that's the first time he's most probably going to see international rugby." Huh. Yeah, jokes on him. Jokes on oh, him. It's oh. this weekend. On that one. 
<laughs> yeah. Um, go by, then Rugby Pass is going to have it as an international game. Oh God! Yeah. I actually, yeah, okay. I don't. I didn't see it yet today, so I'm hoping by by the this end of this week it's up. Because although to be fair, Super Rugby they only sort of added it to the fixture list late last week as well. So I'm holding up. Yeah. Uh, very, very, very briefly. Um, sorry, very, very much a left turn here. Maanani, he's answered a, a call by Toulon to head back to France. He's 38. He's going to be a medical joker to help cover injuries for their midfield. As as a Toulon seven read in order to compensate for the injuries of Anthony Bellew and Julian uh, Haratou, they've contacted him. So Maanani, he he rolls on. What a legend. So he hasn't played for them for two years, apparently. Yeah. Well, not apparently. I mean, that, that's fact. Well, yeah, he just hasn't. <laughs> he hasn't played for... Sorry. <laughs> I don't know why I needed to throw in there, apparently. That's like a, a provable Classic fact. It's, dem- it's demonstrable <laughs> fact. He hasn't been there for two years. Yeah. yeah. So shame. <laughs> Where's he been, though? Cause has he been playing Mighty in... No, he was, he was in the US. US so yeah. He... He's playing, playing for Legion. MR? Yeah, he was playing for... Yes, no, not Legion. Legion yeah. um, no, yes, oh. Legion, yeah. He was yeah. playing for Legion. I don't know, Le- I don't know. He was playing for Legion of my team. Oh, yeah. What does it mean, Alex? It means a whale's vagina. Oh. What was that? <laughs> I don't know what that was. <laughs> that was sorry, not a... I'm trying to... <laughs> Uh, no, the, the baby's going upstairs. I'm trying to keep my voice low. I can tell the actually, actually, I mean, close the door quickly before I wake up the baby as well. Okay, fair. Um, speaking though of rugby championships, uh, do you <clears> see <throat> New Zealand's kicking up a shit fit over the fixture list? New Zealand can get fucked. They're still kicking up a shit fit though, because yeah, they're saying that because of the match on the 12th of November, their players were won't be able to go through the two weeks protocol and then be home for Christmas. Yeah. Like when um Super Rugby in New Zealand came along, Kef. But there was an epic amount of hubris that came through from New Zealand. So I got very irritated so like that that air got irritating. But just because they assumed this would be hosted in New Zealand and I see the Prime Minister, Ardron, she's said the rules aren't going to change. It's been part of the problem. Um, no, but that's good. And now it's a problem. The rules yeah, shouldn't yeah. change. Like, I, I agree. No, I agree with the stance. But because they arrogantly assumed it would be hosted in New Zealand, they agreed to the rule. I, think, I don't believe that, because I know um, their boss, I think it's Tony, not Tony Robinson, Mark Robinson. Mm. He's like, no, we didn't agree to this. I think that's crap. I think they did, assuming it would be hosted in New Zealand. That this is wild speculation by the way i don't have any factual evidence to prove this mm. but um i find it very irritating and then i mean i know but barrett's recently had a kid richard Mwanga, he's also had a kid there's a lot of concerns about this um south african teams have been touring for ages um cricket teams have toured over christmas and new year's mm. so i think personally speaking okay look lockdown's been mentally terrible <laughs> for everybody mm. um but new zealand's very arrogant I don't know. I, I find the approach somewhat arrogant and pumped up with hubris. And I, I have a feeling that they're slowly realizing that, you know, in rugby, on the field, they're great. But off the field, commercially speaking, 
like the Australian state governments got involved to put money into this, along with the quarantine rules being a bit simpler. I find New Zealand's attitude is that they can, you know, I won't repeat myself, but um, they can get stuffed in, in this respect. That the, that's just yeah. the way it is. So Africa's going to go there. We're going to suck it up. Argentina, they, we are, like I said, I haven't followed their media. They have it even worse. Apparently, clubs they, players. So, yeah, the French aren't releasing. So, Matera's doubtful to be playing for them. And there was someone else, Matera and someone else, two big names are doubtful, doubtful playing for them because their French clubs have pretty much said, no, they're going to hang on to them. Yeah. So, it's just, I don't know what they're complaining about. If I was Argentina, I'd pull out. So, like that, I don't see the value. Yeah. In other news, Australia's there in New Zealand. They're all in, in a hotel in Christchurch for their first ble- bloody game. And apparently, they they are, I think, locked up they're in isolation until Tuesday. And then they can start doing socially distant practices and that so long. But, so, why, why, why don't the Bledisloe games count for the rugby championship? Why do they need four Bledisloe well, games at this rate? They, yeah, they don't count full mm-hmm. stop. <laughs> like, it's such a fucking stupid... Because they've got like, two every now other, and Every other cup gets part of the, like, the Nelson Mandela plate between South Africa and Australia. We take the Tri-Nation slash Rugby Championship games mm. as, you know, it counts. Same with, like, the Calcutta Cup, England, Scotland. Like, no one else is so fucking arrogant and vain as to schedule separate fixtures outside of the test window and, like, the arranged schedule other than Australia and New Zealand. And, like, seriously, they they really do think that, like, they are the epicenter of the rugby world. And that's kind of... That goes back to what you're talking about just now with, like, the... The, um, you know, the sort of battle of the egos with their scheduling. Like, they... I don't let them have their stupid fucking Bledisloe games. No one else cares about it. It doesn't count for anything. Yeah. Uh, it's probably going to be 4-0 to New Zealand anyway. Um, unless Rennie can do something amazing. Maybe Rennie and, and Jake White have yeah. shared a, a scrap, scrapbook or something. Maybe. But, yeah, it's just so stupid. And, like, the obvious solution to the whole problem is to just have one of these Bledisloe games counting, or even both of them, as their rugby championship fixtures. Yeah. And then they can schedule their clash for the last week if they want to, or the, so the second last round, because they obviously feel like that's necessary to bookend the competition, uh, even though no one else schedules fixtures like that but that's because we don't have the same sort of opinion of ourselves um, and then they can go home to their families for Christmas for the New Zealanders and the Australians can move on and pretend like the tournament's already over meanwhile we'll have our last game against Argentina and then that'll be that like everyone's yeah. happy like honestly I don't think the Springboks even give a shit if anyone watches because we just need like game minutes under our belts before the British and Irish Lions get here yeah so uh, that just seems like the most obvious solution for me no, you'd hope so, but hey. We'll see. Mm-hmm. Some hard data. Um, is there any news? I'm sure I've missed some news. Um, so, uh, that, that's the... I haven't see. been paying attention to the news. Uh, fixtures for the rugby championship. Oh, I've racing. Four days. What? What? So yes, yes, yes. Something fun. Racing ninety-two obviously beat Saracens. So online yeah. online rugby. <laughs> timeline has been saracens can get fucked for the last three days yes. and, it's been, yeah. and it's been fucking hilarious <laughs> to watch because <laughs> now yeah so, so uh, 
Do Saracens still have uh, Premiership games left? I think, so. uh, I think so. I think they've still got a Premiership game or two left, but they are now. I think that like this was pretty much their last shot at decent. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Yeah, they're playing. They're playing um, uh, Worcestershire Warriors next week. Yeah. Okay. But yeah. I think, is it the last round of the Premiership? For a couple more rounds left. Uh, two. Yeah, two rounds left. Two rounds left. Okay. Because yeah. I saw the the Quins are starting Wilco Low and the other buck mm. this weekend Esterhazen yeah I think and then it's also I think Rob Shaw's last game for the Quins or it's the last mm. game no sorry it's the last game at the stoop for Rob Shaw yeah so they want to oh, yeah. say goodbye to Rob Shaw before he goes off to the US uh, I, I saw a story uh, I think it was Sale but Paris, Africans, no, seven, well, eight, or something like that. And no, it, well, they've got like yeah. eight, eight or nine box, uh, South African players on their books right now. And Diamond has oh, said, oh. well, we recognize that it's too many to have right now, but hey, next time we won't have as many. Hopefully we can improve on our academy recruitment, any sort of name checks, Exeter and Saracens. Mm. <laughs> so, yeah, that yeah, was the cliff whatever. notes. It's look. It's yeah. It's like saying the grass is greener there. We should have done that model. Well done. We got because yeah. they now they're not top of the log. They're second and they or they're top. Uh, Exeter's top, should he? Yeah, I think Exeter's top, and then Sale proving that you know buying a mercenary squad can get you as far as second, and then so hopefully Sale are only <laughs> Sale only fourth. Only fourth. Fuck, they were second last yeah. I checked. <laughs> Exeter, Bath, Wasps, Sale. Oh. Although both have got a, uh, have played an extra game. Okay. Yeah. Saracens are at the bottom with minus 41 log points. Saracens can get <laughs> fucked. Get mm. fucked. <laughs> get fucked. So funny, shame. I do feel sorry for supporters. Like. <laughs> no, they can have fun. They get to go watch like championship games next year. I mean, it'll be lo- ticket prices yeah, should be won't. cheaper. They probably won't because they're all fucking sour. They just want to. The glory supporters, probably. But we'll see. Uh, Imagine that. Um, like, Saracens just bankrupts itself because now all of a sudden they're not sell, selling kit kit <laughs> tickets. Oh, fuck. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, Alright, yeah, anything else? I, um, well, I don't know. Matt, did you manage to catch any of the. the um, Heineken Cup or Champions Cup No, I didn't playoffs. actually get to catch any of it, sadly. I just saw the, okay. the good news. But I think who? Phil saw it. Or Ant. One of them saw it and gave good comments. Yeah, I, I tried to watch some. Um, uh, I got a bit distracted. Uh, but, yeah, I was happy to see Saracens out, obviously. Um, Isn't and quite sad sad to see Toulouse out. Which is, mm. Kobe went off injured. I don't know how serious it is. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's, in a way, because it was... It was obviously, um, it was what it was, Russing versus Saracens yeah. and Exeter versus Toulouse. Yeah. And I was like kind of relieved because like you do kind of want to have like an English-French final. Like you don't want it to be um, like both teams English or both teams French in a yeah. final. So it's good to see like a bit of a mix going through. Isn't also, it's like the first time in I think like 10 years or something, I can't remember exactly but it's the first time in a long time it's like Saracens 
Toulouse and someone else. I think Leinster aren't mm. aren't going to win it. Oh wow! Like it was those three like old money clubs. I said not old money, but big money clubs that have been hanging yeah. on to it for the longest while. But like quite a while. I can't remember now off the top of my head. Yeah. So that's also would it nice. Be cool to see, would it be cool to see um, Toulouse winning? But I mean, I'm kind of backing Exeter just because it's well party because I've got a mate who plays there. But also, like, it does feel like they've built their club a little bit better. And like, yeah. without, I don't know. I mean, I don't know the background to Exeter. Like, I know that they have had like quite a rich owner come in and like inject a bit of cash. But like, a lot of the guys who were there have been there from the early stages. So that would be quite cool. Yeah, like they seem to be relying a lot on their academy model. Yeah, which, which is what you really want. At the end yeah, of the which day. is what Steve Diamond wishes for sale one day. <laughs> so he says. So he says. But uh, <laughs> um, I think, yeah. yeah. Uh, gents, I, I have to drop off. Are you getting looked? No, I think okay. that's fine. No, uh, no, it's, it's time. Okay, cool. I think, so yeah, that's that. news done so we can say goodbye. Yeah, I think we could. Yeah, I think there's nothing else happened. Like we covered everything quite efficiently. Well done, Adam. Back in, back at the wheel. That's how I roll, bro. Yeah, Uh, Alex, thanks for coming. Yeah, Yeah, appreciate you. Back again. Um, Hope all's well with the family. Oh, thanks. You too. Um, uh, Yeah, Matt. Thanks. Thanks for joining us. Enjoy your single life. Live the life that all you'll want to lead. Not single. I mean. Uh, but yeah, I'm not here. Sorry, the, I'm not the single, single. I've got a partner. It's all relative. Partner life. Yeah, it's all relative. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's all relative. Um, if you have been listening, thanks very much. Ben, we're assuming once he's getting done doing taxes for everybody else in his family, he will be back next week. I'm hoping I'm back next week. I think I should be. I think, um, uh, uh, I think it's crossed. We, we, I think we'll discuss your ban formally. Mm. Yeah, I know. You, well, you, you heard some claims about the ban. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you have been listening thank you so much we will be back next week have a good one thanks everyone cheers (laughs) shut